This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, July 24th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Duoskin. Matt, how you doing? Surviving, hanging in there. Yeah, doing okay? Yeah. Have we heard from your neighbor yet? Did he disappear? I bumped into him at the Jewel like a week ago. Yeah. I'm sorry, for, for those of you not in the Chicagoland area, Jewel is a grocery store. Yes, but nothing? Didn't give you iTunes review on your podcast or anything? No, I don't, I don't, I, I just said, hey, I just said, hey to him. I, we didn't really talk. He, he, I was in the vegetable section. He like blew past me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I live next door to that guy. Yeah. We're, uh, I think he's home now. His car, his car was here at least. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. We're waiting to hear and some good feedback from him, our prospective <laughs> number one fan. The, well, the only uh, feedback that matters, my neighbor. Yeah. We're going to look at, uh, Friday picks for, uh, DFS. And then we got a few field of streams picks coming up for the weekend too. Sure. Um, I wanted to come up with the top of the show, trying to talk about some of these pitchers that might change. Uh, Brad and I had some issues with that on Thursday. Sometimes, depending on when we record, it's not all cemented. Friday, we're excited for Zach Granke to pitch in New York and extend his scoreless streak, hopefully. Uh, but it doesn't sound like he's going to pitch on Friday. His wife's about to have a baby, so congratulations to Zach Granke. He is going to, for a good reason, not make that start. And the question is, who the heck pitches for L.A.? Right now, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and he's facing the Mets, but Matt, who do you even pick from the Mets lineup if there's a good matchup there? Well, seeing as how we don't know what hand the pitcher has, I really don't want to Well, guess. but either way, like, it's hard for me to... I mean, the big lefty bat, if it's a right-hander, is Lucas Duda, and he's been so ice-cold. He's been really bad lately, and I guess there's some right-handed bats in the lineup if there's a lefty, but none of them are that exciting. I don't know. The Mets are just not hitting right now. I mean, there are some options based on who gets put, but I'm, nobody I'm jumping at, I don't think. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't really see where you could where you could take advantage, even if you wanted to. Obviously. I've mentioned Wilmer Flores I like against, against lefties, and I'm waiting for Daniel Murphy to be Daniel Murphy again, but yeah, it's, it's a tough tough time for the Mets right now, and there's all this stuff coming out about their limitations on making trades, they're kind of hamstrung by money, which is not what a fan base wants to hear, uh, yeah, anyway, um, let's get into position by position, though, uh, catcher, Matt, what are you thinking, where are we starting on Friday? I'm, I'm looking right at that, that Cincinnati-Colorado matchup. Yes, going to Colorado. Yeah. And, and there's that. So we got Dace Clafani against Butler, two pitchers that are not overpowering. Do you like these Reds catchers again? Is that where you're going? A little bit. I also like Nick Hundley. Yeah, I like both of them, too. Um, neither of them are going to be that expensive. Uh, so with the Reds, what? Brian Pena, probably? Probably Tucker Barnhart. Yeah, depending on who starts. Uh, Barnhart, a little more upside. Um, yeah, a little. But yeah, but uh, Nick Hundley had a good year, and Anthony Esclavani we like, but it's not like he racks up the strikeouts, and yeah. pitching in cores is probably not ideal for him. No. <laughs> um, okay, I like that. Uh, I noted there's one early game. It's the Wrigley game, playing in the afternoon, and Kyle Schwarber against Jerome Williams would be real nice, but again, it's a day game, and it's probably not going to fit your DFS slate. If it does, go nuts. Kyle Schwarber should do just fine against Williams. But um, you're, you're you're looking to bet against Jerome Williams with the history he has in this podcast. I know. 
I know, it's tough. It's low-hanging fruit, but uh, again, I'm, it's probably not going to fit your slate. But if it does, by all means. You, you um, burned this so many times last year. <laughs> um, I like Wilson Ramos against Jeff Lonk. Wilson Ramos has not had a great year. Uh, he's, he's showing some pop, but you know his OPS is pretty low. Uh, he's typically better against lefties. I don't know, he's not inspiring a lot of confidence. That whole Nationals lineup has kind of been disappointing this year. It should be really strong. Other than Bryce Harper, who's, of course, been amazing. A lot of the rest of the lineup has uh, been injured or just uninspiring. But Wilson Ramos is an okay option there. I have Brian McCann against Phil Hughes. It's in Minnesota, not as good as being at Yankee Stadium, but I still think he can do fine. Steven Vogt gets your boy Jake Peavy. Do you like that at all? A little bit. Yeah, going across the bay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Jake Peavy's very okay. He's not... Amazing. Uh, and I don't know. I still believe in Stephen Vogt. Yeah, what else were you looking at in catcher? Did you have uh, a day at It should also be a Hank Conger day in, in the Houston, Kansas City matchup. It should, be Hank, it should be a Hank Conger day. Yeah, and I know you like Hank Conger. I do. Yeah, the, he gets Jeremy Guthrie, and nothing wrong with streaming against Jeremy Guthrie, so I don't have a problem with that. He's in fact he's in fact a switch hitter, so he does in fact have a platoon advantage there. Yeah, and that's important because Guthrie does definitely uh, struggle against left-handed bats. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. Any other catchers for you around the first base? I, I think that covers it. Yeah. First base. Uh, what are you thinking? I have three obvious options. Okay. Uh, starting with Joey Votto in Colorado. Yes, that's a big one. Yeah. Against Eddie uh, Butler, he should do just fine. I've got Albert Pujols at home against uh, Colby Lewis. Okay. You're not worried about Colby Lewis. I know that. No. Yeah. And I've got David Ortiz versus Justin Verlander, taking it back to 2008. Yeah. You know what? I'm okay with that. I'm out on Verlander. I'm done. I've been done for a while. Uh, he's just... He looks bad. Uh, so David Ortiz could do just fine. It's That is a funny pair of names in 2015, but absolutely. Hey, Dylan, yeah. if, Justin, Justin, if Verlander shared a company, what would he call it? What would Verlander call his company? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Verlander Lay Industries. That's good. I like that. Is that? It's not. It's not, it's not a matter original. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, is that your fantasy team name? And if not, why haven't you changed it yet? No, no, no. no. Um, this, do you want to know my fantasy team names? Uh, not if they're not as funny as Verlander Lay Industries, because that's pretty good. I like that. Not, not my joke. Um, that's okay. Oh, though. actually, one of one of them is as funny, if not funnier, than. Okay. Verlander Lay Industries. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I named my, one of my teams after Jeremy Affelt. Okay. I called it I, I Felt a Boob. <laughs> I don't, uh, I'm laughing more, but I'm not sure that makes it funnier than Verlander Lay Industries. <laughs> but that's, I don't know, that's something. I'll give it to you. I've got another team that's called Fisk of the North Star, named after Carlton Fisk. Yes, that's, yeah, good old Carlton. I like that you change them all up, too. Whatever you got for each team. Okay, yeah. so back to Verlander. Opposite him, Porky. That's quite the former teammates facing off in Boston. And they're both so bad. Like, yeah. They, they're, yeah, they wish they could turn back the clock. And, uh, yeah, so that's, I, I think that's going to be interesting to watch them be futile against each other. I noted Anthony Rizzo, but again, that's that early game that you probably won't be able to fit into your slate if you can. Yeah. Rizzo against Jerome Williams, great. Do you like Eric Hosmer against Scott Feldman? Actually, it's going to be Scott Kessner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Talk about uh, these things changing up. I forgot all about that. I, I prepped 
before this. That's right, that is Casimir gone. Well, that changes things. You do not want Eric Hosmer against Scott Casimir. That is a poor matchup for him. So scratch that. Scratch what I said. How about Mark Deschere against Phil Hughes? Do you like streaming Yankees at Minnesota? Not really, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fine. Mark Deschere has been good. He's on pace for like 40 homers, which is... Phil Hughes' like chance to take revenge on his former team, though. That's true. You better start striking people out, though, because he kind of forgot how to this year. Um, Yankees will help him. Yeah. How about uh, Prince Fielder gets Nick Tropiano? I like Nick Tropiano, actually. Yeah, but do you like him more than taking on Prince Fielder? He's fine. I suppose I would like Prince Fielder in that matchup, but I do, in fact, like Nick Tropiano. I like Nick Tropiano okay. He, he has one outing this year, and it was good, but it was way back in April. Yeah. Uh, he'll be okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I believe in Prince Fielder, obviously. Any other first baseman for you? No. Okay. Then the spring to mind. Second well, base. I mean, would... Paul Goldschmidt, I mean... You can always pick... Paul Goldschmidt. But I think we, you know, we try to stay away from the super obvious ones. I mean, well, and he has a righty, so it's not really, you're not getting a hundred cents on the dollar, or on the hundred dollars that they're going to charge you for, uh, for Paul Goldschmidt. Um, do you really think it matters? Like, platoon suits matter for a guy like that? Yeah, I do. If you're going to pay that much, I want him in the ideal situation to really make it worth it. So I'd like him against a lefty. Uh, and he has do, do you realize he has the, he, he's the first baseman with the highest OPS versus left-handed pitching and the first baseman with the highest OPS versus right-handed pitching when you factor in the split. Uh, I didn't know that. I believe it. But he also has, like, the highest cost in DFS for a hitter. For good reason, because he's been fantastic. I, I get it. I just, if I'm going to pay that much, I want to get the full value. I don't think you're crazy for doing it. You know, like a lot of DFS picks, it's about value. Uh, he's a good bet every day. I don't think you'd be a dummy for taking him. Um, second base. My top of the list is, uh, Rugnet Odor has been awesome. Just absolutely awesome since the middle of June, since coming back. He's on fire. OPS is like over a thousand. That's not gonna stay, but like, he's super young. He's gonna be fine. He gets Nick Tropiano, who again, I think could be okay, but I, I'm also not afraid to stream against him right now in his second start of the year. So, top of my list is Rugnetto Dor. Uh, where are you going at second base? I only had two names that I, I really like, honestly. Okay. And that, I wasn't that jazzed over either of them. Mm-hmm. And Danny Espinosa against Jeff Locke. Okay. You know, it's, it's okay. Sure. He likes to hit lefties. He, he does hit lefties. He, he, you'd rather have him against a lefty than, than against a righty. Yep. I, I, I think... If there was a day to start him, it's probably against Jeff yep. Block. I like that. If he's in the lineup, and he should be. Yeah, that's a good he option. I don't, I don't know why I wouldn't. The other name I had was that Derek Dietrich character against um, in San Diego against Andrew Kashner. Yeah. Um, thought process there is that Dietrich is, in fact, a lefty. Andrew Kashner is, in fact, a righty. And he struggles against left-handed pitching very badly this it's year. It's a good matchup. Yeah, Andrew Kashner is not been doing that hot. And San Diego's not a great place, but I mean, it's coming from Miami, which isn't a great place either, so I don't think there's a lot of value lost with Dietrich. Bill, uh, do you think Andrew Kasher and Brandon Morrow hang out? In the clubhouse, sure. You think they play, like, Clash of Clans and stuff? You think they argue over who's the more, more mediocre former prospect? No, I don't think they argue about that. Probably not. You just hate Andrew Kasher because he used to be a cub. No. No? I, I, I like former Cubs. Yeah? They, they usually go on to do really, really good things. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Kashner can certainly be good. It's just injury stuff for him. He's having a tough year. I don't think he's garbage, so I guess he's the... It, 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 
when, at what point is he like in the Morrow zone where nobody trusts him anymore? Um, it's gonna be a while. Morrow has gone. Look, He's twenty eight. Look, Brandon Morrow has disappointed lots more fantasy owners than Andrew Kashner has yet. I'm just, not sure that it's true anymore. Oh, he's been disappointing for so long. For like, how long has Andrew Kashner been disappointing for? Like one year. He was good last no. year. He was good last yeah. year. Yeah, you're right. He was. Yeah, you know, year before that, he's pretty good too. Yeah. No, he's been pretty like reliable until. I mean, the injuries are frustrating, but. No. Andrew Kashner has upside and has performed. Brenda Morrow has only showed, like, flashes, and then he's been bad. You're like, there's talent here, and it's not ever going to come together. Um, Alright, so I like Dietrich. I think that's fine. I also have Robinson Cano against what should be Drew Hutchison. Drew Hutchison was supposed to go on Thursday, and he got sick. He might be back for Friday. I think it's going to be Drew Hutchison. Um, If it is, I like that, because... Hutchison cannot pitch on the road for whatever reason we don't understand at all. It makes no sense. But he can't pitch on the road so far this year. Uh, so I like that against Cano. Um, even though he also has shown the backward splits where he's done good against lefties, I don't really understand Drew Hutchison at all. That said, uh, I think Cano can do okay against him. If he gets the start. If he's not, you know, puking his guts out like he has been. I also had Howie Kendrick gets John Neese. Because why not? And Howie Kendrick, almost always viable. Obligatory um, Howie Kendrick mention. Yep, done. Checked off the list. Uh, still okay. still would do fine. Dodgers in, you know, in New York against the Mets. Um, any other second baseman for you? No, I think we covered it. Let's see, so far we've, we've got Cincinnati catchers, Anthony Rizzo, and Howie Kendrick. We've ticked all the boxes for our obligatory mention so far. All right. What are you thinking at a third base, then? Who's your at obligatory third baseman? Actually, uh, third base. Oh, I think Luis Valbuena is the obligatory guy, and yeah. I did in fact have him on my list. Well, he's going to get Jeremy Guthrie, and he's, yeah, do that. That's a left-handed hitter. It's weakness for Guthrie, and he hits the ball so hard. Uh, I like that. I could see good success for him there. Okay, so we got the obligatory one. On. Uh, I, we do have to mention both the, you know, the, in, in the Colorado-Cincinnati game, we got to mention both of those guys. Nolan Arnato, Todd Frazier, you really can't go wrong either way. I like yep. Frazier a little bit more, I think. Yep. I mean, neither of them have the platoon advantage, but I'm not sure it matters, especially in Colorado. Because, no. again, the matchups aren't, they're not great pitchers, so I can see them both doing pretty well. Okay. Uh, moving on, uh, I had Pablo Sandoval against Detroit. Again, I like that matchup for him against, uh, Verlander. Verlander. <laughs> Verlander Lay. Industries. Yeah, uh, sure. I, yeah, any hitter that you believe in the Boston lineup, go for it against Verlander. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's weird, but I'm I'm ready to stream against him. And I, I have a, a a cheap option. Okay, who you got? You, I'll tell you. If you promise not to laugh. Sure. Uh, it's a one year Abe day. I have one year Abe written down too. He's oh, killed sure. lefties this year. Yeah, he's destroying left-handers like Juan killing. Yeah, lefties. And he gets Tim Cooney. So old timey boxer Tim Cooney. Oh, yeah, I. You know what? No, I'm in on one year eBay. It's not only a cheap pick, but I think it's a good one. All right. I like that. You're not crazy. I'm not laughing at you. Yeah. The only other name I had written down that you didn't cover is Kyle Seeger. If he gets Hutchison, which again is kind of a big question mark. But uh, yeah, that's I don't. I guess on paper I like it. I don't. I don't think I would make that play. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with it, uh, but there are other ones like I like Valbuena, I like Uribe, uh, are probably my favorites there. 
Um, shortstop, where are you going? What are you thinking? Oh, we, we have to make the obligatory Johnny Peralta mention. Yeah, he has a good matchup. He gets a lefty. Yeah, he gets Penuelos. Not that he really yeah, cares, but we're checking all the boxes today. <laughs> well, it's a pretty standard Friday. It sounds like uh, there's there's options for sure. Okay. Um, I also had uh, Tulo. I think it's a Tulo day as well. Yep. This is a, again not the platoon advantage, but it doesn't matter. Does not matter. No. And finally, if you, if you want to punch me over this one, you're welcome to. Okay. I worked on Jimmy Rollins. <laughs> I just told you the other day I like Jimmy Rollins, and you're. I know that's why it. I said it's okay if you want to punch me. Okay. Uh, he gets John Neese. You like him against lefties, or you just think John Neese stinks? Uh, a little bit, a little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah, it's not a bad matchup. I'm always kind of fine with uh, with Jimmy Rollins. It's cheap. He's driven his price way down. And he's in a good lineup. Some pop, some speed. I don't know. I'm fine with Jimmy Rollins. How about Brad Miller against Hutchison? I know you're not pumped about these these Mariners stacking against Hutchison. Yeah, I don't like you know Drew Hutchison on the road. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you mean no, no, thank you to match up against him or to pick him because he's uh, just been against them. He's had an OPS over a thousand on the road. He's been terrible on the road. Oh, also, I'm, I'm sorry, I got that totally backwards. I feel so stupid right now. Yeah, Noel, it's easy to be confused because he pitches poorly on the road. But he also has reverse splits against righties lefties. So he's shut down lefties like Brad Miller. But yeah, he's I, been killed by fellow righties. He's, what a confusing pitcher. Yeah, I, I've had a hard time wrapping my head around it myself. Yeah. So, like, sometimes you do get a little bit from column A where it looks good, and then column B says, oh, wait, no. So, you, what you really need is, like, a righty with reverse splits, like. Manny Machado or Adam Jones. Like, if Hutchison were going to Baltimore on the road, I would be all in on fellow right-handers in a good park like that. Yeah, but that's that's what I would like to see, is him in Baltimore. Okay, so there's some shortstop options. Uh, I also wrote Andrelton Simmons at Tim Cooney, but uh, I don't know why you would do that instead of something like Rollins or, uh, or Peralta if you could afford it. Fine with Brad Miller. Um, Marcus Simeon gets Jake Peavy. Okay. There's cheap options at shortstop, some matchups to take, but nothing real exciting. Um, and then outfielders, what are you thinking to start with in the outfield? What am I thinking to start with? Yeah. Um, I, I got my guy Ben Paulson written down as one of my my favorite cheap picks. Yeah, I like that a lot. Ben Paulson at home against Desclafani. Yep. Is he outfield eligible? He should be. He should be. Yeah, I've been I, playing around that. He's in the format I play in. I don't know what the format you play in. Yeah, keep an eye out for him. Uh, I like that. Sure. Scott Van Slyke, I think it's a Scott Van Slyke day against uh, John Neese. Yeah, he's been a little bit cold lately, but it's it's John Neese. He'll be fine. If he gets yeah, in the lineup against a lefty, which he should, yeah. I, I like that for sure. And I, I've, I've got to mention my guy, Preston mm-hmm. Tucker. Okay, yeah. You picked him the other day. How'd that go for you? Yeah, uh, he hit two home runs. Yeah, it's a pretty good day to pick him then, huh? Yes, so I'm, I'm going to roll with the hot hand. He, and. He's a lefty batter who's been doing really well against right-handed pitching so far this year. Yep. No, I like that for sure. I would be in on Preston Tucker. Mm-hmm. Do you like Mookie Betts against Verlanderley? Yeah. Yeah. It's righty on righty. It doesn't matter. He's going to do well. How about flip side, righty on righty, J.D. Martinez against Porky? It's fine. I, I mean, I think he's going to do well, but he's kind of expensive, and so it's going to be a little tough, but I also think he could do fine. Um, I have Yusil Puig against John Neese. Righty on the lefty. Uh, again, John Neese is just not that good, and I think Puig has driven his price down a bit, but there's still a lot of talent there. He'll be fine. I also like 
all of the Cardinals outfielders against Manny Banuelos. That's Matt Holliday, Jason Hayward, and Randall Grichuk. Two righties and a lefty that all hit lefties. And Benuelos has been okay, but I'm not worried about him. You know, I, I think the Cardinals. Okay, can hit those what about lefties. the Atlanta outfield against Tim Cooney? Uh, yeah, there's some of them I like as well for sure. Cameron Maben is a good one. That's the big righty bat that you would like there. Um, were there any others that got your attention, really? I mean, Cameron Mayer. Uh, Johnny with... Gomes? I, I guess. I'm not that excited about Johnny Gomes. If you want no, to use him, this is when, but he's going to probably be pulled halfway through the game when, uh, when Cooney comes Wait. out, too. But. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, it'd be a cheap option. I could see him running into one. It's not crazy. Mm. Um, back in Colorado, Charlie Blackman gets Dace Clefani. You're going to pay for it, but that's going to be a good matchup for him. Uh, Jay Bruce gets Eddie Butler. I like Jay Bruce Yay. also. Both those. I don't know. There's a lot to pick from in that Colorado game. Um, yeah. And then you don't like Colby Lewis. How about Cole Calhoun against Colby Lewis? Cole Calhoun has turned his season around. He's doing much better. Are you into that at all? Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. You got any other outfielders? That might be about it for me on my long list. Let's see. Outfielders that I think we might have missed. Brett Gardner, Jacoby Ellsbury. Get yeah, I, 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 could, I could see those. Yeah, those are fine options. Yeah. Uh, I, I I tend to look for like the guys who have like the ridiculous platoons, but when we're at you know you know the Crispy Youngs or mm-hmm. the Danny Valencias, yep, the guys in the pick on lefties. Often. Yeah, you can sure with, find those guys. Today. Lorenzo Cain gets Casimir, but Casimir's pretty okay. I mean, I, I like Lorenzo Cain. He's a good good uh, a good player for sure. But and you want him against the lefty, but I don't know. Casimir's pretty decent, so it's hard to feel good about that matchup. How do you feel about the, the Cleveland guys against uh, Jose Quintana? I mean, who do you like to hit a lefty out of Cleveland? I mean, they Brandon Moss and Michael Brantley. They, I mean, it's just it's not the best. They're fine. I prefer them against righties. You know. Yeah. It just feels weird to pay full price for a guy that's not in his ideal situation. I guess. They've they been having success against the kind of pitching this season. They're not bad. Again, it's back to the Goldschmidt thing, where I think they could certainly succeed, but mm. I just don't think it's you're getting the full value. But you wouldn't be crazy. Mm. And it's also less obvious, so you can pull some fades there, especially in your bigger formats. Yeah, they're competent. It'd be fine. Quintana's not that great. Um, and then pitchers. Plenty of pitching options, actually. Top yes. of the list, uh, Max Scherzer goes to Pittsburgh. There's not a, a lot of analysis here. Um, it's a, oh, it's a good matchup, not a great matchup, but he's good enough to do well. You're gonna pay for it. It's full price. I don't, if you have the budget, there's no reason not to build around it, but it's, there's, yeah, it just doesn't feel like there's any value in that. Would you agree? Yes, I would rather go with, like, say, like, Corey Kluber against the White Sox than I would Max Scherzer against the Pirates. Yep, Corey Kluber picks much better matchup, you know, pretty darn talented, can rack up the strikeouts, so, uh, I like that. Um, have you noticed Chris Tillman has started to turn the season around a little bit, too? No, I've not noticed that Chris Tillman is turning the season around. Um, only in the last four starts, so not a huge track record, but this dude was pretty good last year. Uh, I don't think he's for sure going to, like, all of a sudden be great in the second half, but wouldn't surprise me if he got much more decent, you know, pitched a mid or mid-high threes ERA the rest of the way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Could be okay. He gets the Rays, and the Rays are bad, uh, especially against righties. On the flip side, though, we talked the other day, if I can feel the streams picks, Erasmo Ramirez is pretty darn good. Uh, we didn't pick him, but he's been absolutely on fire, something like seven runs in his last nine starts. So I don't think he'd be crazy to go with the eraser either. The eraser is erasing hitters right now. So um, I like both of them. It's cheaper options. Do you like Michael Pineda in Minnesota? A little bit. Not 
Not my favorite matchup of the day. Yeah. Uh, the Twins don't really hit righties that well, and it's a good park. Um, your field of streams pick is Patrick Corbin against the Brewers. Uh, would you I consider would, that in uh, D- DFS? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I would actually. Yeah. Uh, Corbin, you know, I think he'll, he'll, he'll do enough to get you some points. Yeah. Yeah. Could do just fine. Uh, I like Dan Heron in San Diego. Do you like that? No. No? I, the Padres are not good, and they haven't even been starting Justin Upton lately. Yeah, but they, they sent down Will Middlebrook, and they're starting Yenger, Yangervis? Yangervis. Is it, yeah, how do you pronounce it? I say Yangervis, I don't know if that's right. I don't Solarte. know. Solarte. They're starting Solarte. They're bad. Uh, I think Heron could be just fine there. I also don't mind Kashner, even despite your trashing on him. Like, the Marlins don't really hit either. So, I, I like both of them as cheaper options. I don't think you'd be crazy. Right. And then Jesse Chavez goes to San Francisco. Uh, Jesse Chavez is good, but so are the Giants, especially lately. So, not a great matchup. I don't think you'd be crazy, but not great. For real upside, I want Kluber, um, but I also like Tillman and Erasmo and Heron. Um, any other pitchers you noted that we didn't list? Nick Tropiano. You like Nick Tropiano enough to take him against... I, I have my eye on him. I don't know that I would pick him. He's going to be dirt cheap, that's for sure. Yes, if you want to take him and then build a lineup around some real expensive guys like Paul Goldschmidt or J.D. Martinez or something, not crazy, because a lot of things can happen if you hit on one of those really cheap pitchers. So, yeah, Nick Tropiano's worth attention. You're not crazy. It'll be okay. Uh, any others? No, that's about it. Um, yeah. If I'm building a stack, I think I'm starting with Corey Kluber, and I'd, I would pair him with, let's see, I Corbin, Tillman. Corbin, Tropiano. Yeah. Wouldn't be bad. King Felix. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and go both aces. Um, I've done it. I, I, actually, I like doing that. You can get a ton of points from aces. Yep. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. That should do it for us for DFS stuff for Friday. we got a few Field of Streams picks to make also. Get ready for the weekend. Um, okay. Let's look at Saturday, the 25th. Uh, I already made my pick. As e- I only saw one. How many names did you write down for Saturday? Not many. I have one. I literally found it, and I didn't see anything else that was close. Who did you have? I, I actually I have a Rasmus going on Saturday. I have Chris Archer going on Friday. Do you? I'm getting so screwed up on these schedules. People are screwing things up. Um, if that's the case, I like Erasmo also. Uh, again, Marcus luckily Sarah. neither of us picked him for Friday, so mm-hmm. who knows? Um, would you consider him on Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Is that going to be your pick if he goes then? Probably. Okay, yeah, I see that on the schedule. Again, depends on where you look and how these are projected. But, um, yeah, I see that for Saturday now also. Yeah, I almost went with Erasmo on Friday, but I went with Chavez in, in San Francisco across the bay. Uh, remember, maybe a home start, we were saying, uh, across the bay, at least gets to go home. So I almost considered Erasmo. So is that your pick on Saturday? Cause yes, it is. I don't think you're crazy to go with Erasmo there. I am not, though. The other one I like is uh, Marco Estrada. For whatever reason, it's not 50% owned. He's been awesome. He's been really awesome. He's definitely had his blow-ups, but he's been overall a really good pitcher this year. So I'm going to go ahead and take Erasmo Ramirez going to the Mariners. Looks like that's also TBD, though. Again, I think Hutchison being sick has screwed everything up with the uh, Blue Jays right now. Mm. to figure out exactly what's going on. Marco Estrada is going to pitch one of these days. If Marco Estrada goes, I I like him. I think he's worth a pick. I mean, it's going to be in Seattle at some point. I'm um, either Friday or Saturday or Sunday. 
Uh, maybe it could be Friday. <sighs> it's the problem with us recording a little bit early. So Marco Estrada has a 3.22 ERA and a 1.16 WHIP. 1.12 WHIP, even better than that. Um, I I believe you know it's so far so good. Keeping the home runs in the park and he gets to go to Seattle, he could be just fine. So as we're trying to figure this out, I'm taking him for Saturday. If he doesn't start, I'm going to go with Erasmo with you, because I really didn't see anybody else I liked on Saturday. So I'm going to keep an eye on that. I'm going to put the asterisk there ahead of time. And then on Sunday, I had some more names I liked, at least. Mark Burley is 56% owned, but he has like nine straight quality starts or something crazy. He's on a roll, and he goes to Seattle and should do just fine there. Um, if you can stream him, go for it. He's not eligible for our contest. Uh, Rothan Aaron Nola goes to the Cubs. Aaron Nola was great in his debut and should be a pretty decent control pitcher. Uh, some strikeouts that we had with Chicago, but also some blow-up potential. Make me a little nervous. Brett Anderson gets the Mets if he's healthy. You've been talking about how you don't trust Brett Anderson because you're not sure he's healthy, and I was always scoffing at you. And then recently he actually, like, hurt himself, and it's not clear he's healthy. So <laughs> there's actually uh on-paper concern here. Uh, for him. He might start on Sunday against the Mets. He could do fine. Kendall Graveman goes across the bay also to the Giants. He got blown up his last time out by the Jays, but who doesn't? I don't hold that against him. He led three homers to Toronto. Everybody does that. He had been hot before that, and I think he'll be hot again. Um, Giants, not a great, not a great matchup, but could be fine. And then, can you believe this? This is just a matter of, I can't believe this guy has become this unowned. Matt Latos is down to 47%. And he well. goes to San Diego, and he has turned things around. His velocity's back. He's been good his last, like, four starts or so. Uh, he's just... I think he's fixed it. I would buy low on Matt Lathos. I think it's a great matchup going to his old home against the Padres who can't hit. He's fixed. He's going to be fine in the second half. I'm I'm in. So, take Matt Lathos. I can't believe he's 47% owned. I think it'll be the only time this year I get to pick him, because he'll blow up the Padres, and then he'll go right back up. So... Grab him where you can. I am spoiled to take him in the contest. Uh, Matt, did you pick any of those guys that I listed? I also had Matt Lathos. Yeah, at 47%, barely dipping, and I was surprised to see him that unowned. And I have him in a few leagues where I, unfortunately, rode him out long enough during his bad stretch, but I'm glad I did not let go because, uh, yeah, it's ready to be good again. So looks like we might have the same picks this weekend, depending on when Estrada pitches, but like Erasmo on Saturday and Latos on Sunday. Uh, you got anything else before we get on out of here? No, I think we're, I think we're good. Yeah, getting an episode in before the weekend. Um, yeah, that should do it for us. You got any good weekend plans? Any baseball plans? No baseball. All, all the teams are out of town this weekend. Are you sure? What do you mean all the teams? Cubs, Sox, and Brewers. Aren't the Cubs there? You know, you're right. Yeah, the Cubs, oh, okay. Cubs are in town. They're playing that afternoon game on Friday. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I don't need to go to that. Yeah, yeah. When you say all the teams, the only team you care about is the White Sox. When That's was the a, last time you were in Wrigley? I have to think. I think, I think 2006. Really? That long since yeah. you've been in the park? Yeah. What'd you, what'd you go in 2006 for? White Sox game? Yeah, Cub Sox. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, it was their ridiculous one where they hit like 87 home runs and it was back yeah. and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I've been to Wrigley since you have, which is it's pretty good. Well, okay, that should do it for us. Matt and I are out of here for the weekend, getting a break, but we'll be back on Monday for you guys. And, uh, yeah, until then, good luck with your fantasy picks. Uh, catch us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. 
Matt can be found on Twitter at MattDFP911. We like to hear from you guys, talk fantasy, and uh, answer your questions. So hit us up, and other than that, we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.